Dark Moon Media. Yeah, we're just keeping it simple right now. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep it simple. We just got to keep it simple. Not to simplify here. Simplify things a little bit. Keeping it simple and working hard. Yeah, you know, they're a good team. Yeah, we started off good there. They're a good team. We're worried about the first five minutes. Obviously, they're a good team. The last 40 minutes. They have a lot of good players. We're going to have to so play a full 60 minutes. Perfect for the whole 60. Full 60. They're still 20 minutes to go. A lot of high-end skill. and we got a great team. They're a good team over there. First five, 10 minutes were really good. They got a lot of depth. They got, uh... Yeah, you won't find that level of effort here. Tick with a side of tets starts now. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to uh, Tick and Tets, the weekly. Because that's right, if you guys were listening last week, this is what's happening. We're releasing on Fridays. So welcome, Stinko, Titterinko, Draft Pick 3000, and welcome to all the listeners. Thank you guys. We're going to be doing this weekly now. Here it is. Welcome back to the listeners. I'm doing great. I'm great. Like, I... I was a little, I didn't have the rhythm. I didn't have the rhythm last time that we got on here, but I'm feeling good now. It's like, I had a presentation today at work. I th- maybe that warmed mm-hmm. me up. I don't know. Just talking with my hands. Oh, you're feeling sharp. You're feeling sharp. Yeah. This is where we, I wish we had a, a YouTube video. Stinkle looks like he's just right into her right now. Yeah. Talking with my hands, body language, articulating. I think, I think this is where we take off. This is where we take off. This is probably might yeah, be our best. Because you know what? Because we can just do the weekly thing now. Like of what? Well, it'll be like a week and a bit. Because I would have did two weeks, even though it's a weekly. Because I did it. We recorded on the Monday, then I ran and did that run, and then it'll be yeah. next weekend. So uh, we can go through the week, and then maybe we can start getting into those two weeks where we get a guest on, and we'll fire those up too. But this is good. I love oh, it. My. I'm I'm ready. So finally, my life is straightened out where we can finally get together. Don't you feel like your 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 life is a little bit more manageable where you can schedule this shit? Buddy, I feel like I'm I'm getting caught up. I shoveled my deck off. That's always there. I got that caught up. I uh, got to the dump a couple times, cleaned a bunch of stuff out of the shop. God, that feels good. Uh, dropped it off in the wrong area. The guy drove over, told me that's not where you put it. I said, <laughs> oops, sorry about that. Did he lose uh, his it's mind? A dump. Does it all go kind of the no? He, was, <laughs> yeah. he goes, "Do you come here often?" It's like, oh, no, no, not particularly. Why? Like, <laughs> not a regular out here by any means. But uh, so I got in a little bit of trouble for that. But uh, but what a, he, what a good we're gonna, we're gonna go over. What's that? Yeah. No, it was just, then he just pushed it over with a dozer. <laughs> it all goes in one spot anyway. Oh yeah, that's what he said. He goes only three miles. Well, it, it kept saying no dumping everywhere and everything. And he goes, yeah, I just meant by the berm. I was like, well, I came to this truck because it's the only one that's backed up. He goes, that's my truck. This this big machine he's in only goes three miles an hour. And I was like, well, okay, I don't know. I don't know. Where, you should have uh, just been a smart ass. You should have been a smart ass. He said, no, then, dumping, no dumping over here. And you should have said, well, I don't even have to pee. Pee? You take a shit? Yeah. <laughs> But we don't have the time. I know people edit out things. And we got a great producer. I want to give a shout out to our producer, Black. Uh, is it the Black Moon? They come out and they do this for us. And if I took the time and lit, like looked at the clock and said, okay, at 3.04, Joey says, take a pee. It's a weak joke. You want to cut it? Uh, we don't. Well, this is all raw oh. material. Because you, no. you get it all. Expectation. Is that white wine? White wine. Just having a nice little crisp white wine. Yeah. Some oyster bay now. Oh, look at this. Couple wine oh, brothers right now, eh? Yeah. Red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what would have happened since the last. I would have been, I think I would have finished that 75 hard. And then I knew I was going to go drink in with Dave Hempstead, who I was going to remember. I said, we'll get that podcast recorded yeah. with him. And guess what happened? 
as soon as I got to see Dave, he's like a kid in a candy store. I've never met someone so similar to me when it comes to drinking, like a high school kid, like just, he was so <laughs> excited. We went straight into drinking. We woke up and we both had a gig that night and I was like dying because I hadn't drank really. Well, I, that's a lie. I pre-drank on Thursday in LaRange or when, Wednesday in LaRange just because I knew I was going to be drinking Friday. So I was like, I don't want to jump into it with Dave. So I pre-drank then, but then I woke up and I was pretty hurting. And he calls and he's like, hey, let's over set in. Let's do this right now. What? So he was like, yeah, like, let's literally get right back in it. So, so we went at the Vic Tavern at like in the morning for breakfast. So your first time back drinking after seven, 75 days, you're, you're, you had a hangover. I thought your filter would have been fresh. The old liver would have been like fighting, fighting toxins. I don't think that's how it works. Oh. I think if your body is actually saying, hey, buddy, I, I'm used to this not happening. <laughs> Here's the pain train. But I, I, I lightly got away with it on in uh, Wednesday in LaRange. Which I went up. My week was I went to uh, Watchers on Tuesday doing the old ag program. Uh, you know you're a Saskatchewan comedian. I did two shows in the last week where the opener was a slideshow about the crops. And the canola crushing plant that's coming. <laughs> <in>. So, <laughs> so I, hey. I've had double those. Hey, so I went from watching. Know, you, to know your audience, Cal. <laughs> know your audience, man. <laughs> no doubt. And then I was in uh, Lebron's Wednesday for the Ice Bowls after they they do a hockey game, and then usually this is my third year in a row doing it, and I usually jet home, but it was my first time staying there. So Killers like you got to come over to the president's house, Grant. Grant, huge beauty, the president of the ice bowls. Is that where you sent the pictures of the booze? See his bar. Yes. The pictures you sent to us. And I said, see, this is where we, it'd be nice if we had an Instagram account for tick and text. And then people could see the video and they're like, oh, okay, there's the story they were talking about of us. The funniest line. It was the funniest line is, I know, when you said, when you you (laughs) did the panoramic view of all the booze there. And everybody's mouths are like, oh, my God, look at all the booze. And you said, guys, we're dead. We were in a car accident. This is heaven. <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed at that, too. Even as I was saying, I was like, that's kind of funny because this is probably what it is. <laughs> like four deep. And then he goes, all the cupboards that you're underneath, all 66s and Texas Mickey's. I was like, what? So, like, the video doesn't even give it justice because the cupboards that you don't see is full of booze, too. Oh, just wait. Keep tell. Uh, oh, I gotta take my headphone off. My dog just opened up this door, and I got a kid trying to go to sleep too. So you put. Uh, you should have. Tell me about up. your week without. Tell me about your week without me listening to. Threw a pin out on 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 Twitter. It would have been robbed in like fourteen minutes. <laughs> oh, that that's what happens. That Snapchat stories. I never knew that was a thing. My boy uh, had a party out here. Just and just wait and put it on a Snapchat story. Yeah. And then it blew up and people all came. I never knew that was a real thing. Okay, so I'm oh, yeah. taking my headset off. Okay, I'll carry it for a little bit. I guess we're going to have to edit this out. I don't know. I don't know what to okay, do. Okay, sorry, I'm back. My, there, dog, he's oh, back. my dog's a shepherd. She can open doors and just came in here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I never knew that was it. Can you imagine having that thing back in the day? We used to just go to the lake on a blind whim that you hope to find someone. Well, we just knew. We just six that sense. Here we Everybody. still do. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> okay. Everybody. And then, you're, and then you're slowly pausing, like last week, to take it, 
<laughs> Just slowing down in my old age. Freezing. Maybe your internet isn't that good. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Okay. So that was it. I went from Watchers, and then I cut across. I have that old truck I traded for... Um, well, I have an Audi, nice car, and then my son turned 16, and he just thought he inherited that, so now I drive a farm truck that I traded for a lawnmower. So I cut across the Dory Lake Road, if you're a North Sass person, it's two hours, no service, and on a dirt, like a dirt road ice for two hours, and I was like, you get in trouble here, you're done. And then I cut across to uh, Clay DeBray's Sports Store, a little grand opening for Clay DeBray. Small crowd, but shout out to... Shout out to Clay the Hammer DeBray. What a big beauty. We It was one of those shows. There's like three kids and like 12 people. And it's like, you can't really do material because it feels weird. And, and it's just one of those shows. All you do is you mess around for an hour and ended up just having a great time. Sent me home with a bunny hug. Snipe and Sally's his store up in Metal Lake. And uh, a case of BioSteel, which was nice. But now all my kids all expect yeah. uh, three BioSteels per day. And a picture he cut out from uh, when we played Provincials in Pee Wee uh, first year. He had a – there was an actual newspaper coming on a wraparound to get me. He didn't score, though. My lights just went out. Played ball with him, too. He was a Ken Gar select. Still here, though. Yeah. Played ball with Clay. I oh, think yeah, because that's what I said, too. Big, big, big white glove on first base. Clay to break. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, him and Thompson never argued. It was awesome. <laughs> you didn't play on that team that won nationals, though. You weren't around for that, were you? Yeah. Well, I was on. I was on the. I was on you the. Were team. On that team. I was on that team, but um, I had to go. I had to go play for Team Canada Hockey, so I didn't play nationals. I just throw that out there. Oh. <laughs> the old, the old. Yeah, I was on the team that won nationals, but I couldn't make nationals because I was on Team Canada playing nationals. Not I was on because I was I was playing summer. against world competition. <laughs> uh, I, I, we've had uh, when he said Thompson was on that team. That's uh, Grease Lightning. We've had him on the podcast. He's actually I think our biggest one. He was the episode hockey's biggest asshole. Speaking yeah. of hockey's biggest asshole, if you're hockey's biggest asshole, actually, if you play ball, you're ball's biggest asshole. Grease Lightning had one of the greatest moves in, and I never even seen really anyone do it. It was so beautiful how he would get in guys' heads. He played in the outfield, and a guy came up to bat, and he stood on the he stood on the infield like where the grass meets the dirt, and he just starts yelling at everyone, "Bring it in, boys! Bring it in, big time!" <laughs> like, if you're bad. <laughs> If you're Maddie, tell me that's not rattling you. <laughs> Bring it in, boys. Bring it in, big time. It's not like we were seven either. We were 18. <laughs> oh, just an asshole. Yeah. The best. The best guy to have on your team. Oh, man. Bring it in, boys. Bring it in, big time. I would stick up for any of his beaks oh. anytime. Okay. Oh, yeah. He went, yeah, because yeah, he went from the. It's it's funny when he talks about his uh, like his bantam scoring probably had ninety goals, and then he he went to Seattle where that's where he well he was always uh, ratty like that, but he had to change his game into like you you know when you 
score 90 goals and you're not getting that done in the dub, he became like a super <laughs> agitator. And then they yeah, were super always give him the gears of like, what league were you in? Because he had so many Americans on his team. Like, <laughs> what league were you in that you were this prolific goal scorer? <laughs> oh. Okay, so and then I get to Regina for um the real drinking from uh my warm-up in LaRange. Uh, get to Regina to meet old Dave the Hammer. And so that's the episode I was going to try to get out was record that one with Hempstead. But as soon as I get to Regina, he's like at the hotel, let's go. And we walked and I say, okay, I'll take you for a meal. Then you can uh, to do a spot on this show. I had to do two shows in Regina. So I kind of need someone to start the second show while I was finishing the first show. And he's like, no, no, I'll just sit back watch you i'm on my night off and i was like screw you dave you you know comic wants to just watch another you you want to go on even though <laughs> just something 10 minutes is like i'll buy you supper so i go i'll buy you supper so where does he pick the diplomat have you ever been to the diplomat in regina no oh yeah but you know you're paying and it's an old steakhouse because you want to go new or old i was like old old school is always fun like they come out in tuxedos and she loves Dave because Dave is good and everything expensive. So it's almost like the waitress is cutting me down. I was like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, oh, I'll get a gin and then a little, yes. uh, make it a dirty with a, on the side. And I was like, oh, I don't drink a dirty chunk. And she, she's like, Dave's like, oh, that wrecks. And she's just like, yeah, come on. Like, Tonic wrecks the drink. Like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, okay, just because. Dave, just because Dave's ordering everything expensive, knowing I'm getting the bill. He's getting credit <laughs> for my big salad right now. Come on. Does does uh, Cylinder have a tab there? Did you just leave it on his? I'm sure he's got like three wine lockers there. Oh, he Cylinder would have some way of you'd go to pay, you'd try to put it on his bill and it revamp and come out of your account. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then they got all the wine. They got all the wine on the uh, bar too. And so Dave, like, he's going to pick a cheap one. No, like the bottle was one sixty. And man, we, and then the orders, you gotta get this, this, and just do you know you know uh, have you ever seen Arrest did you watch Arrested Development? Oh, actually I never got into it. The show? No. Oh, there's an episode where the Joe, like every time he talks about something, his suit becomes more expensive. Like, hey, watch out, this is an eight hundred dollar suit. Like, hey, watch out for the thousand dollar suit. Like, hey, by the end, like, hey, watch out for this two thousand dollar suit. <laughs> so the joke of the night was like every time I'd bring up like I went and did two shows, bitched about Dave cranking up the bill, like, oh, five hundred dollar oh, six hundred oh my god, twelve hundred dollar bill of the diplomat. <laughs> oh, but it was worth it. It was good times. My it must have been good because you Yeah, so then we wake up in the morning. What's that? It must have been really good. You shut her down again right after. Well, because okay, so then we drank in the morning, which was oh. like, what? And then we're talking about where I'd I like I had to go on the road so i had to like take a break in between after that the lady's like did you say what dina i was like yeah she's like how are you performing there today like we're we we're hammered at 11 <laughs> then i had to like, like drink till two take like a three-hour break <laughs> drink coffee get to uh get to wadina and wadina is actually the, so wadina is the city are you getting a refill look at that nice so uh wadina i got the, I get the best where, best wife ever oh, nice. ever ever wow Right oh, there, right there with Karen. That, that. Like, she's the best, the I best. What'd you say, honey? Karen would come in here and take a drink out of my glass. Then my pants are cooler. Oh, <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, Wait, the paint is circular. Is that that's what, no, that's what no. it sounded like to me? No, she threw out something from last podcast. Said 
yeah, I'm not like Karen. My pants are cooler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your wife listens to the podcast. That's awesome. See, that's why I can talk. Oh, to she, she was she was wondering. She was wondering why we were laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was. She just uh, didn't. Well, she she wanted to. Make, I got whiff of it yet, so she just wanted to make sure we weren't making fun of her. Okay, where were it's, we? It's we're, fine. It's fine when you make cut funny. No. Keep the refills coming. Oh yeah. So the, oh, there we are. Wadena. So Wadena is the town I drove in 2017, where we seen a hotel on fire and we went and put it out. So I was like coming into Wadena, and I was like, oh, isn't that where, get, get, get a hero's welcome in here? Isn't that where you won the Purple Heart? Yeah. What? Isn't that where you yeah, won the Purple? Like I want a brick. You won the I don't purple, know if it's heart? A purple heart, but yeah. <laughs> like second degree. Purple I, did, heart? I want a. Br- I want a. No, it was a third degree. I got a bronze. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I win an award, a light, a Canadian Humane Society life saving award. So no, but, Humane uh, Society. Um, did you save so some I dogs? Was like, oh, there's some hero here. Do you, you save some dogs? <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand. Yeah, I did. My dog's here. Yeah, well, there's obviously oh. mutts in that hotel. You should have oh. seen it. So, but the but the lady when I told her, I said, "Oh, I'll probably come." And she's like, "I don't know if you should bring that up at the tour spot." But then she has like, "Is she joking?" And then the girl's like, "Oh, I don't know." And then there's a, like another girl like, "I don't know." I was like, "Oh, you mean I should go on and not address this?" And the girl's like, "Ah, oh, it's a touchy subject." I was like, "How is?" It? And I was like, "What the?" F-? But they never told me what it was about. And then I finished and I get off and I was like, "Oh, I kind of I go that was weird because I kind of brought it up the once and it was nothing." Big. And I was like, so I go, why does that feel so awkward? And she goes, actually, the, it's a mess house now. And <laughs> there's a <laughs> been a bunch of problems. And I think someone died in there. And I was like, oh, so great. I uh, That that mess house could have burnt down and I put it out. So I was like a villain. I thought I was coming into like a hero's welcome. And it was like, oh, here's the asshole that saved the meth house. Yeah. So uh, I'm this- not a hero in Wadena by any means. Once this episode drops, that place is going to be packed. <laughs> Everybody, every meth head yeah, Saskatchewan with all, people going to get meth. Yeah, all our <laughs> all our meth head listeners going to be in Wadena. Got a pretty big meth listener following going on right now. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so you what a, uh, what have you been doing? Okay. No, one more thing on your plate. So through all this, through all this. You got your skis stolen. God, you're free. Oh yeah, my skis. Yes, yes, my skis did get stolen. That happened uh, this last little bit. So would have been last Wednesday. I went to uh, the Mintos were playing in Saskatoon, so we met up at the old Art Hauser. Um, it was awesome. Uh, Rob Wallington from Nip One, his boy plays on the team, brought in a big passenger van. We packed in eleven. So I was like, "Oh, I'll jump in there." I've got a you know that truck I told you about that sweet two thousand four Tacoma that I traded for lawnmower. It has a cap on it. Obviously, though, there's no lock on it. But I've got a bunch of cardboard and garbage in the back, and I have my skis underneath this garbage. It's like, who's going to steal cross-country skis? Uh, apparently, some guy did. <laughs> so, But I didn't notice right away, so I didn't come home at midnight from Saskatoon, check my back under the cardboard to see. So the worst part was I got all pumped up, and I went to the ski trail, <laughs> and I put on my boots, and I'm about to hit the trail. I was like, what the fuck's my skis? And I was like, did I wax them? I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, no, my poles aren't in here. I was like, well, my, I would never take my poles in because I never knew anything with them. I was like, I was like, motherfucker, someone stole my skis. And I was like, what an annoying thing to steal, too. Because, like, hauling two skis and two poles, it's 
it's not good. So I kind of, I mentioned on Facebook. Wow. Well, Kelly. And then uh, Kelly. So I keep checking. There is a yes. Norwegian there is a Norwegian crime ring in PA right now. That's getting bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. The old uh, Norwegians. <laughs> so <laughs> have you ever seen that Norwegian video of people all across country skis and one guy has his skis like made like stairs so he can even walk upstairs? I've moved to Norway. <laughs> so that I'm checking uh I keep checking marketplace. And then I go down to the pawn shop. I was like, hey, he's like, no. He goes, cross country skis never come in here. And I was like, oh, I go, well, I'm not looking for it. I said, mine just got stolen. And I said, well, here, you leave me your name and number. And if they come in, I'll give you a call. And I was like, okay. So then two days ago, I'm, oh, I was going to, oh, yeah. So on Tuesday. So Monday, I was going to go buy a new set. I said, fuck, these are done. Because I, I skied with my old set and I these, these poles I got from, I think someone stole them from an old school. Someone set me a, my original poles were just brutal and the fresh air isn't open on Monday. So I was like, okay, I'm going Tuesday. And then I get a message at 6.45 uh, Tuesday morning. He's like, I don't know if you're up. It's on Messenger. But I think I see your skis going up 2nd Avenue. Some guy's walking with two skis, two poles. He's in a black buddy hug in a backpack. I don't think he's going skiing right now. So I was like, oh, they're still out there. Floating around. He hasn't moved them. So then, sure enough, that day, pawn shop calls me. He's like, Kelly Taylor? I was like, yeah, your skis are here. And I was like, oh, fuck, right on. So I go uh, head down there, and I was like, and then everyone's like, well, did you, like, did you have to buy them back or that? I was like, no, because I pre-went in and told the guy. So when, the, when he came in, the guy knew that they're cross-country skis, and he looks at this guy, this grubby guy, he's like, oh, you're a pretty big downhill skier or what? He's like, oh, yeah, I went downhill skiing a little right there a few times. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> because the, the cross-country ski looks at him. He goes, you know what? He goes, no, you didn't. Because those, those are cross-country skis and they're stolen. And so now he's take, he's got them. He goes, you got three options. One, I can call the guy. I have his number right here who he stole them from. And you can deal with him. He goes, he's a pretty big guy. So, like, oh, thanks for the compliment. <laughs> he goes, two, I can call the, I can call the cops. And you could get charged. Or three, you can just leave these skis here and fuck off. And it's like, oh, no, someone just gave them to me. Someone just gave them to me. Yeah. So Bob, ski down the hill. Bob, Sh- Bob Schrader gave them to me. Bob Schrader sold me these. <laughs> yeah. And then he was, uh, yeah, he just was gone. I was like, so there we go. Oh, now I got my skis. And then what happens there? Like, even you think you're up new, new your skis will be. And then my son gets a high stick in the mouth, gets his tooth knocked. Guess how much that costs to get fixed when you don't have uh, insurance, Joe? Get that gauge. What is it? What do you got? What do you think? Oh, seventeen hundred bucks. You know what? You could be because it's. I'm at thirteen. I'm at thirteen, and I got to go for touch-ups. So that. But you know what? The money isn't the worst part. It's your fucking boy with a smashed like. It, it got almost all out, but then it's half out, and it's just he, I don't even like he's had a hockey game today. He couldn't play; like his lip is still there. Like he got a head contact, he can still can't talk and can't eat anything. You're like, oh, motherfucker! Oh, that's what it is. You should see his face, though. He's got that's a, that's the crazy thing. I was like, well, why is he wearing a helmet? And I went to the break. There was no one wearing a helmet. I was like, oh, okay, I'm not I'm gonna be that. One guy, I was like, I never played with a helmet on the outdoor rink. Your ears get cold. You're wearing, <laughs> wearing the toque anyways. Come on. 
He's all he's had stitches in his oh. face twice already from sticks and now a broken tooth. It's a fight. It's a fight at our house. Kids will go play in the ODR and Sarah will just yell, make sure you wear a helmet. And they just look at me and I just kind of give them the, I don't know. You don't have to, but if you get hurt, you got to deal with her. <laughs> You're fine. Oh, I know. Like I would never get a helmet, but then it did happen. Like, oh, man. And that's why you wear, that's why they'll be wearing uh, visors in junior A in a few, in a couple of weeks, I think. I that know. seems fucking bananas. And I, I, well, so I'm doing the Ice Wolves show too. And I was like, so was that killer? I heard that was killer Kaminsky's idea and went through to the committee. Uh, no, I don't think that would be his idea by any means. Oh my God. That, so funny story. Uh, I think it was this summer we were coming back from, we were going through the airport and Locke, uh, my son had just got drafted by the Blades and we see killer at our gate. And so we go over and talk to him. I said, Locke, that guy played for the Blades. And he just looked at me. <laughs> I said, Locke, yeah, that's what you look like after you're done playing the Blades. And he said, uh, maybe, I <laughs> have, maybe I should ask for a trade. Sorry, Killer, oh, if you're, he, if you're a fan. Yeah, he's awesome. He's such a nice guy. He's such a nice one guy. Of the, one, of the, my favorite, one of my favorite guys at hockey, Killer. I'm going to send that clip to him that you said. Oh, my God. You can, you can have to deal with him now. <laughs> so broke yeah broken teeth oh so then the hey, next week after that my shows uh i did a i man this is it again we need a goddamn instagram account i did a barn north of bigger man unbelievable did you see the video of that i sent uh like no, insane so. beautiful barn man cave so i did this barn it was fucking unbelievable for uh, uh girls 40th i had to do that show and then what was your drive name? Three hours, 40 minutes to Regina, <laughs> Lexi, and then drive three hours, 40 minutes to get to Regina to do uh, this uh, show at 11 a.m. I had to do 11 to 12, get in my car, drive six hours, 40 minutes to get to Drumheller, like 24 of that show right there to meet the most awkward DJ in the history of DJs. <laughs> I get there and I was like, there's, you know, there's a, 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 a podium with like that little Bob Barker microphone coming out. It's built in. <laughs> so I kind of look at the lady putting it on. I was like, Oh, is there another sound session? She goes, ah, you can go talk to the DJ. She goes, he was supposed to be here two hours ago, setting up. She goes, he just got here <laughs> like for the music, the cocktail hour and all that. He just got here set up real quick. And then now he's in the kitchen eating. I was like, Oh, okay. So I pop in and I was like, hey, you man, said, do you have a... You said Joe's here? <laughs> hey, Joey. You mind doing 10? <laughs> so I was like, hey, bud. Uh, I go, is there... Uh, do you have like a like a, a regular mic, like a handheld? And he's like, you mean corded or mic? Uh, uh, uncorded. I was like, it doesn't matter if it's a cord or not a cord. I go, just like I want a handheld, not the built-in podium. And he goes, sit down. I was like, what? <laughs> so he, I'm going to sit down, which is a weird request. <laughs> I was like, okay. So like, all you're going to do is like say, yeah, I got a mic. And I was like, sit down. And he's eating. And now he's just asking me these different questions. And, that, and then we go set up. And he, 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 he was actually awesome because some DJs won't help you know because he had his, his light thing set up. Like, you know, a light behind the stage doesn't do anything for me. Cause he's already getting ready for the dance. I was like, I brought in my own spotlight. And so he helps me hang. I was like, okay, that's nice enough. And then I finished my show. He's sitting to the side and just not like good show or that was good. Just looks at me dead face. He's like, how did, uh, 
how do you think you got your message across? Do you think they liked your message? <laughs> what the fuck did you just ask? How did they like my message? I'm a comedian. I'm slinging jokes. I don't really have a message up here. I'm a comedian. I don't. Oh, I don't okay. have a public service announcement. Okay. All I thought about the whole time was before our next podcast, we have to come back and tell a story of an instance where we somebody asked us a question and we told them to sit down so they could hear the answer. <laughs> okay yeah holy sit down i was like yeah and i, I had like start asking the other i just started like texting other comics we go through everything when shows are weird we get we just uh, sean lacumber like every show he's such a good comic and every show he's got something weird happening and people not like he dub or a table of girls hissing at him or just something fucking weird because this is the time of year as a comic where you're doing the weirdest show. Like there's a huge dance floor now because it's Christmas party season. And a huge dance floor when you're doing stand-up and the crowd's a mile back is, you can't connect with the crowd. It's called the death mode of jokes. Like jokes go in this mode to die. Like no one gets, it's always a weird feeling. So it's just, right now will be a month of making money and doing the most awkward shows. Like you do shows where some of these people don't even want to listen to you. They're like, I'm here to drink a free tab I don't, I'm not here to listen to this asshole. And then you'll get some shows will be great, but it's a weird comedy season coming up right now. I've been, I've been, I've been one of those guys. Go for the free booze. Yeah. Wrap it up. But that's another, that's Chris Thompson too, right there. Bring it in big time. No, that was when we were at, we were at GTs. I used to do this bar back in. We were at Diggers that one time when that night I stole the microphone and I had to give it back the next day. And, uh, there was comedy yuck yucks and I was I was yelling wrap 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 it up wrap it up too. That guy got real mad. <laughs> yeah, comics. Well, that's like freebie. Not even really doing that. I is in the first year where I didn't remember Thompson maybe took it from you. Wrap it up. And as a comic, when things aren't going good, there's nothing you would want to hear them. The least the name wrap it up wrap it up. <laughs> not good. Oh. <laughs> Next time you go to Toronto for the, for the, just for last competition, everyone, I'm going to get a, a wrap it up section for you. <laughs> wrap it up. When I hear wrap it up, that's a, there's two things that go through my mind. You guys beaking that comic and putting on a rubber wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So now I'm done. So now I think I'm going to drink until at least the new year, but not full tilt. Oh yeah, and, a couple were, rot- and then my dad knows it now too. I thought you were back. I thought you were back on uh, seventy five. The yeah, I was going to do it again. So I so I went and then uh, so I went on that Hempstead one, and that then that's what happened. So after that second night in Wadena, uh, I had the hot sweats all night, sweat all night, couldn't sleep. Came back the next night, two nights of hot sweats, and I was like. <laughs> okay, this is why you can't fucking give her. And I was like, okay, back out, cleaning the system. And then I got to, I got to, was it five or six days? And then I had that drum heller day where I had to go uh, drive all day, do two shows. And so I never got the second workout in because you had to do two workouts in a day. So I was like, okay, I did six more days, five or six more I days. Always, I've 75 always, hard. Then I just said, fuck I've been it. missing my second workout a lot lately. <laughs> So I'm, I'm, you know what? Here's what I'm at actually on now too, because I, I I have to have something going on. So then I saw this now, and uh, uh, you were actually the first guy I thought of. Uh, this me and you never really worked out together ever. 
uh, you were always doing some sort of something different. So I would never see you in a gym. There's this new challenge that my coach said at the gym. Say, hey, there's this uh, thousand pound challenge at Rogue Kelly. You should give it a you should give it a go. And what it is, it's uh, you have to, an hour. So you can't just weigh and then do it again. So you have to do your max deadlift, whatever your max weight is, and then a max no in whatever order you want, and a max bench press and a max back squat. And if it uh, equals a thousand, you're in the thousand club. And then when I thought that, I was like, holy fuck, man. I wonder what Stinkle could do. It's like, you must deadlift five something. And then I text at our group. I was like, who wants to do this? And Stinkle just throws out, yeah, what two exercises do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you, would, you, would, you would nail that thing easy, eh? What's your deadlift? I don't know. A Honda? <laughs> You're done on the deadlift? <laughs> done. Done. Oh, I don't know. I think squat, you never, yeah, you never, squats. You would have you never trained maxes. Uh, no. Was, um, What's your squat? S- squat and deadlift. I don't know. We had a, we had a can test. You get to, can, you get, can you get the full depth in a squat? Can you, or how's your knees? Can you, you actually? Uh, no, the knee, knees are, knee, that, knee, so knees are bad. Knees aren't bad. The hips, though. Maybe we were worried about the hips. But deadlift, maybe 999 and then squat one. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the bar. You can't use the bar. Do you see using a dowel stick? The, the only thing is that. Uh, you can break I, parallel on a squat, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The only problem you want, I have. Is this something you want to do? You want to do uh, this? We, we can do this. And, well, what's the deadline? like? What's I, that? You, I'm just not going to walk in and rip my shoulders out or, you know. <laughs> December 31st. I'm doing it on Monday. You're doing it on a Monday. Um, okay. Yeah. Tu- Tuesday. I'm checking my calendar right now. Tuesday. Holy fuck. The only thing I'd be worried about is my guts blowing through my asshole. Yeah. That could, yeah. I like how you're not worried about the weight. Like if you could actually do it, it's about shitting yourself. <laughs> no, I, I, actually, I actually think I could do it. The only thing I'm so bad at bench press. I don't know. My shoulders and elbows are weird. I'm going to. I, know. I was never good at bench press. Okay, because the only thing that crossed my mind is uh, is if your knees or something was bad, where they your squat doesn't go to full depth. Because there'll be like you have to video, not that you're gonna have to video record it for this t-shirt. I'm going to because I'm I, I want this fucking t-shirt. And if I get this t-shirt and if I hit a thousand, I'm wearing this thing everywhere. I'm gonna go to weddings with this t-shirt on. But the thing here's here's uh, so my max deadlift was four hundred five, but and then I hurt my back. And I said, I'm never, why, why would I ever max deadlift again? I'm a 44 year old man. So I retired deadlifting going for max as long. Like, yeah. so I was like, maybe, so maybe say safely, I'm going to say 380 safe, 385, maybe. Okay. Then uh, my max bench is 305. I missed, it was weird. We were testing things last week and I missed at three. So, okay. Now I'll say, let's go 290 as a safe. So now I'm at 290. What's that? And then 38. So now I need 330 for a back squat. Holy man. I can't back squat three. I, I, I just did 305 this week because oh I've God. never did it. I've never, I've never maxed back squat because I'm scared. If you don't make it, then what? <laughs> I just crumpled an accordion in a, in a wheelchair. Oh. So what would happen? You'd put three thirty so on I your back. I am super. Like anyone else in this, you'd put. And then what if I can't get up? Now I'm just now I'm just on the no. ground and it, it accordions me. We I don't, don't have think, safety bars at our gym. You'd put three thirty on your back. Your legs are so skinny they just sink into the floor like needles. <laughs> Don't, like do just, yeah, don't do it on sand. Don't do it on sand. 
by surveying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you think I'll get that? Okay, so I'm going for it. Uh, well, I'm not going to do it Monday or Tuesday. Okay. Give me some time. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll, okay, we'll come back to it. And if I miss it, I have to listen. I can redo it. But here's the thing. Anyone who would look at this, they'd either be like, okay, they'd do what they can. They'd add up. They're like, oh, I can easily do that. Like if you're if a guy's a power lifter or something like that's nothing or else there's someone to be like oh no that's not even that, that's not even close and i'm i'm like that small percentage of like holy fuck man i'm either within a pound or two on making it or not making it. So i do the deadlift first and they're like okay and then if i can get and then if you get three out of your bench now you're at seven i was like okay now i know i can back squat 300 for sure then you're safe but if you do that deadlift and it's at fucking 380 like, oh, now I'm in trouble because yeah, I'm not going to make that up anywhere, really. The squad, I don't the, love to see. the squad and the deadlift would certainly have to take the bulk for me. I don't know. Not a lot of people have the same <laughs> squat as they do bench, but me. So it's your squat, not the same as the bench. <laughs> And my nice body, buddy. Nice body. And my and same as my tricep pull downs, squats and tricep pull downs. <laughs> same. I need oh, I, I need someone to refill my wine. I'm getting oh I'm gonna have a wine jump in the sauna. I think after this. All I need before that hour of doing those three things max out is have one of my kids piss me off. I will just <laughs> get in a fight. Yeah, get in a. Fight with with yeah. your wife, get your kids yeah. to piss you off, and going and just fucking huck that weight around. Yeah. yeah. I, now I can't sleep this week. It's been rattling my head. Like I get on these weird things. It's like, okay, I need to do this. I need to do this. There's this cross country ski thing in Edmonton. It's 55 kilometers, and I can't fathom 55. I've done 35 twice, and but I didn't yeah. have a lot of juice left. You know what's so weird? Like, I want to. There's just certain things. Yes, you know what's but, you know what's weird. <laughs> I lost sleep over that too. I bet I, I think a lot of people are losing sleep over that, Kelly. What's that? Fifty-five kilometers of ski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what? I wasn't even hung over. It's just hot sweats of my, my cross-country ski that I'm trying to do. Oh, my furnace just went out. I don't even lose a wink of sleep. But you're losing sleep over. So do you do you ever get hot sweats after coming off a heater of a bender? Oh, so bad. So hung over, I can't even sleep. Oh. I hate, you know who I hate is the guys like, oh man, I was so banged up. Oh yeah, I was in bed at like eight, just out. And I was like, you piece of shit. You don't even <laughs> drink hard then. You've never had a life of drinking. If you can fucking go to bed tired on your Sunday at eight o'clock and not have the hot sweats and turn, then just roll around and have a Monday that means nothing because you haven't slept an hour and you're questioning what you're doing. Fuck, but do you even drink? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know who gave me? I had one call, one fucking call after doing that seventy-five hard to say congratulations. You know who it was? Facetime. Silly Mike Sillinger from Phoenix just gives me a Facetime. Really? Howdy, buddy. Right on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, my favorite drinking partner. <laughs> I don't think silly would silly do seventy-five. Would he quit drinking for seventy-five? I don't. I think he. Someone said he took a break this summer, and you know oh. what? I was like, when they told me that, they're like, uh, yeah, silly took a break this summer. I was like, <laughs> you know what? That's the longest I've ever went without talking to him. So maybe, maybe he did take a break. We usually connect quite a bit. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, okay, yeah, we caught up on the week here. 
what do you uh what do you got this weekend what's cracking hockey, hockey, uh, hockey? little uh hockey fundraiser tomorrow night little cabaret band silent auction uh oh, nice and then uh oh, a couple of practices a couple of games nothing crazy set up my my new starlink that you're talking about oh yeah so that's what i gotta get that bigger when the guy had that uh he lived on acreage said you gotta get starlink so if we double up our starlinks man we'll be looking at each other crystal clear because there's a few times even though this is good you paused on me i don't know how many times i'm gonna have to edit out uh, what's that what'd you say <laughs> so <laughs> you're frozen right now you're fake or no no you're not you're just looking into the abyss <laughs> Yeah, so I have uh, Debden, the old uh, Debden, and I think I'm going to uh, tomorrow, and then I'm going to cut across to, I've got uh, two hockey tournaments, and my oldest has two games. So, but I think that fucking broken tooth son can't even take a hit, so he might be out. So I'll go to Saskatoon for that tournament, cut across Saturday to go do the North Battle for North Stars. I think they might be the best junior team in Canada. Yeah. So do... Uh, do the stars and then come back Sunday and now I'll, I'll catch the middle game Sunday. We're out of the max. You're hosting. Yeah. You're one of the hosts. So fuck. I wanted to come there so bad. Calgary played Edmonton on the 27th. I was looking forward to seeing you looking forward to watching AAA. We have the Mintos. We got Tate back from Kamloops. So that is huge for the Mintos. So I'm interested oh. to see, uh, we're, we're going to turn around. He'll be a game changer because yeah. we're missing some old. This is awesome. He's going to be shot out of a can. He's going to just rub it. Oh, but he's going to be, <laughs> he's going to be just absolutely fucking ready to roll. He's got, he's got St. Louis blood, man. Come on. <clears throat> Holy shit. You should have St. Louis blood. You should have that St. Louis phlegm in your throat. St. <laughs> <laughs> Louis blood. No. St. Louis blood. It's a thing, man. It's a thing. Well, I know. And then it fills up your head. What are the head sizes in St. Louis? <laughs> like the helmets. If anyone doesn't know, please go to, uh, if you haven't been to St. Louis, Saskatchewan, it has billboards of Joey Tedderwrinkle, NHL, and Elon. But it's the only place that had needed two sheets of plywood for their heads. And it was actually, it wasn't <laughs> caricatures. They, they traced their heads. <laughs> oh, Joe's head isn't even in wow. full screen right it's, now. Not saying like everybody's head is big, but if there was a lids in St. Louis, it would start at ten and a quarter. You would have to be in a fucking like a quonset. <laughs> you know, lids is like the smallest room. It's almost like a little thing. The St. Louis lids is in a quonset. <laughs> oh, head button. <laughs> okay, we got. Uh, we're gonna give a shout out to. Uh, our sponsor, Ricky Velcor, he's the, he's our full-blown sponsor. I don't know if anyone else is still sponsoring us after season <laughs> one. But drink, drink your bards, get your players' gear. Uh, Phantom Light gave us a case. We'll give him a shout-out. But Ricky Velcor, if you're looking for uh, a cabin and candle or a place in PA, he's your man. We're going to get that jingle in for it uh, this time, too. Just call Rick. 960-6485. Just call Rick. Nitexo six four eight five. Rick Valcourt. Anything else you gotta say, Joe? No. Uh, hey, Rick. It's been a while. We used to have a cabinet candle. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, you know Ricky. Dot, yeah. Dot ca. Guess. Uh, guess what my website is. Guess what I have at the end. Oh, the only person I ever typed dot biz for. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Kelly Taylor dot biz. 
So check out my website, and I won't keep my calendar updated because there's someone be steals some gigs or something. There's some company in California with their server. You're just holding it together. The companies, they're they're they just don't want to let it go. Dot biz. Hey, hey, hey Daryl, that dot biz thing you started is it uh, shut down? No, we got a guy up in Saskatchewan <laughs> keeping her alive. I'm charging him 1995 a month for that dot biz. <laughs> He's killing it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a loser. Dot biz. Okay, what do I got for dot <laughs> biz? So Christmas show. Oh, I got uh, Christmas show. They're open to the crowd. I got a December. I think uh, a Sunday NPA, December fifth, fourth, and then I've got two at the Capitol, the fourteenth, fifteenth. Uh, that's those are open to the public and those are fun. Those are anything goes. And then the new year's back at the rock and iron again, but Stinkle, that was fun, but we just polished off our wine that was we good. Went through the weeks and uh, that was great. Yeah. Sorry about Dave. Dave Hempstead <laughs> didn't get done because I was on a heater. So you can expect those still shenanigans to come up. If <laughs> I say we're getting someone, then I don't. Okay. So thanks for listening. Stinkle, have a good week. Enjoy the rink. Have fun at the cabaret. You can give her a bite. Put the pedal down. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Right. I'll probably try and steal the mic. Maybe. Belt out a couple <laughs> tunes. Bon, jo- bon-, bon Joey might make an appearance. <laughs> Holy shit. Was that Bon Joey last night? And did he steal the microphone? <laughs> okay, beauty. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it all. Uh, me and Stinko are out, and we'll be back next week. So we'll uh, keep these things coming if you keep listening. Take care. That's it for Tick with a Side of Tets. Tick with a Side of Tets. Technical production by Dark Moon Media.